0: Trauma to testimony encompasses the proclamation of the truth and narratives of believers who have endured trauma and shook up their pain and purposely walk daily in their victories, giving God their yes. We are standing and affirming Revelation twelve eleven on this podcast. Listen, the surrender, the resurrection, overcoming trauma, the becoming better, the inner work you have to do all heavy join me each week as we dissect the walk of faith we take as christian women who have endured some of life's pain and struggles we will dive into having the hard conversations to grow a deeper relationship with god this right here is from my girls who have endured trauma but have a lot of jesus Welcome back to the Trauma to Testimony podcast. This is your girl Tony, and I am so excited to be here with you this week as we continue the reconciliation series. And you know what? As I'm recording this episode, all I could think about is just the beauty of God doing a work in you in the midst of you, you know, being obedient. And really doing you know as God instructs and the reason why I say that is because you know I initially had a definition of reconciliation for myself um, because of the season of healing God was taking me through but even as I have been doing this series I'm starting to recognize like the level of just where God is taking me spiritually when it comes to reconciliation and how the reconciliation is also growing me is an amazing thing. Um, So it's making me recognize that, you know, God speaks to us kind of at like different levels. So you may first start out with God, you know, speaking to you initially about a thing and then as you you know grasp that thing and you heal in a certain area then god may unlock a different meaning for you and then it's and then it's another door unlocked once you have healed and, and grew Um, from, you know, whatever you were going through at one level. And then now you're to the next level. And it's, it's an amazing thing just to see the growth and just to see how, you know, I was telling God, like, God, these relationships cannot be restored. Like foolish me was saying, Lord, listen, I don't even understand how you going to do it. Like, you know, this relationship is rocky and forgiving them. What do you mean forgive? Do you see what I see? Like we was there we was both there god like i don't understand you know but i'm prayerful that you know even through this reconciliation series that you'll you know you'll start to get it like you'll start to understand it for yourself and god to speak to you personally because what i'm realizing as well is that um through reconciliation God really just wants us, like, even though, you know, you know, we're reconciled to God through Christ, but God just wants our heart, you know, and and the part about reconciliation that's so beautiful is our heart grows fonder and closer to God, Um, and we get in a position to draw near Him, you know. I was talking with um, a friend a few days ago, and I was just telling her, like, we have to... As believers, as Christians, as, you know, people who are really trying to deepen our relationship with God, we have to make God our default setting. And I may do a podcast episode on that um, about, you know, just the story around that and how God revealed that to me and just my healing journey. It took for me to really not default in safety or default in just me trying to protect me, but defaulting in God. So we have to have God as our default setting regardless you know God is our foundation meaning that when we go through something when we're triggered or when we have hard times you know we're not going back to old ways we're not going back to you know maybe some of us old toxic relationships or we're not going back to um behavioral patterns that don't serve us like we're literally going to have god as our default setting we're going to uh, god's word we're going to pray we're going to talk to god we're going to choose you know righteousness over evil doing you know like it's it's a real thing to do And when you have god as your default setting you begin to act different you move different when things happen so Today we're going to talk about and go over um, just the beauty of reconciliation in Joseph's story as he is reconciled with his brothers and how that just changed the trajectory of Their relationship like Joseph's relationship and his brother's relationship like they were all able to you know see what God was doing and I and I'm so excited to just break it down because a lot of the times we do look at reconciliation as you know staying with you know the two people or the you know the reconciling with our past, we look at the actual situation and we, you know, need to fix our eyes on the Lord. We need to really fix our eyes on the Lord and say, God, how do you want to get the glory out of this? Like, how do you want to get the glory out of this? And God will show up. God will do a thing just like God did. Okay, so today we are in Genesis 45. So I am gonna read verses one through 15. And I just want you to take a moment. And I know I probably say this disclaimer every episode. Um, And it's more so because I really want you to take the time, to let God's word just marinate in your heart and in your spirit because a lot of the times we have our own situations and we don't think that you know God's word connects to our situation but there is so much just in these 15 verses that can really free you when it comes to reconciliation and the thing is we have to know that You know, when we're healing, you know, on our journey, deepening our relationship with God, we're healing with the Holy Spirit. And as we read God's word, we find the cure. We find the solution. We find exactly what we need to you know heal our broken heart to help us become better to help our character to grow to get that answer to maybe the missing apology we've been looking for for years maybe the unforgiveness we have been sitting in like God's word is a cure it is it's it's healing you know, it's freeing, it's restoration, it's the exact thing that we need. And if more of us, you know, especially as believers, would go to God's word as a default, instead of going to other ways to seek healing, then we would get that direct access to God like we need. We wouldn't have to go in and search and, and search all over and, and you know, and and spend so much energy and time that we could really be sitting there and being in the stillness of God, being still with God, sitting and saying, you know what, Holy Spirit, you know, I, I need you to illuminate God's message to me with this situation. And as you read God's word, I'm telling you, it no not matter what part of God's word that you read. I mean, you can literally open up. Sometimes I open up God's word. Like I literally just open up the Bible and i'm like i don't know what i'm reading today and i just open it up and exactly what i read highlight i mean my solution is highlighted in that verse it, it doesn't matter what i read it just highlight like it's literally like the words come off the page like this is exactly what you need for that situation and, and, it, and it's crazy because i don't even have to sometimes you know say the prayer out loud it can be in my heart it can be something i've been worried about been thinking about and holy spirit is like this is it right here this word is for you like it literally is illuminated so that's why It's important to go to god's word because it it is a it is a cure it is a solution it is therefore as god put his word here so that we can get the help that we need and we can seek direction you know from him and we can go to him about all of our pain and all of our troubles and all of the burdens you know this thorn in our side that you know may have been the result of our traumas like God knows and God already is providing a solution there to say, hey, you know, I'm extending love to you as my child. And here you go. So it's just a beautiful thing. But in Joseph, um, well, Genesis 45, Joseph reveals his identity. So that is the name of this um, section that we're about to read. And also some translations have it as Joseph reconciled with his brothers. But I love Joseph reveals his identity because as I was praying to the Lord and I was really praying over this and God really revealed something to me and and we kind of touched bases on it through the series, but Joseph reveals his identity. Identity really stuck out to me a lot of the times, and I know this section is about God. I mean, um, Joseph revealing his identity of who he was, you know, who God already called him to be. Now it had been manifested. And right here, God started to speak to me about identity, about who we become when we're able to do the hard thing when we're able to face pain in the face when we're able to face and overcome our traumas when we're able to overcome the pain and we're able to heal and say god i trust you i don't know what's going on in my life but i trust you because i trust who i'm becoming and i know that what i'm becoming is good because you work all things for the good you know and i know that you know god's character also is a healer he's a restorer you know you can call out so many things of god's character and it's the correct thing that has helped you get through in your journey and what god was continuing to reveal to me is identity joseph reveals his identity he's revealing who god says he was going to be he's revealing this manifested um manifestation of God's glory oh my god that's the thing a lot of us we we don't believe that there's going to be a manifestation of God's glory but I want to encourage you today that there is that God is literally taking you down this road of reconciliation so that he can reveal your identity Okay. He can reveal your identity. Your identity can be manifested. God's going to manifest parts of your character that has to come through. After the reconciliation the reconciliation needs to happen because who who you are supposed to be the parts of your character that needs to be birthed needs to come through you reconciling things because there are some things you cannot hold on to and you trying to say that you all in God, you know, you trying to say that you putting all of your all into God. No, it's some things that you got to deal with It's some things you got to heal because your character and your inability to not forgive and your the grudges that you may be holding and you not reconciling all of that cannot coexist with the identity that god has for you so god is going all those visions god is going to bring you up god is going to get you right in right place. God is going to position you, but it's some things that you need to reconcile. You might need to go and reconcile with your past. You may need to go deal with some things. You may need to go heal some things. You may need to go do some hard things. And yes, the healing is not always easy. And I'm going to be real with you. Healing can be such a beautiful process, but it can be such a crushing, okay, difficult, long suffering, okay? Let's talk about the fruit. That healing process can really just be something that takes so much out of you. But that's why it's important to keep your eyes fixed on God. Because when you keep your eyes fixed on God, you just keep thinking in your heart like, I don't know, I'm just going to have to hold on to this little bit of faith. Because I know that I'm going to see this person I keep envisioning. I know I'm going to become this woman that I keep envisioning. I know I got to get over this hump. Because I got to get to believing in my Christ identity. Whew. Who I am in Christ. I got to believe I'm redeemed. I got to believe I'm saved. I got to believe I'm healed. I got to believe that the sin ain't holding me back no more. I got to believe that I overcome the trauma. I got to believe that I overcome by the word of my testimony. I got to believe even if everything looks looks crazy around me. I got to believe in my identity. I got to believe, okay, that I am chosen. That I'm a royal priesthood. I got to believe, I got to believe, I got to believe in the identity that God has given me. Because some of us mm, are mistaking the years of being, you know, in... Quote unquote, this prison. Like Joseph was in prison, but God was still building his character. God was with him. God was building him up. God was working on him. God was preparing him for his identity of who God showed him long time ago. And some of us have the vision, we see everything that God has been telling us we, we see that vision I mean we literally think about it every single day but there's something in us that just loses hope every time we go through something every time life gets hard every time we have to encounter change every time we gotta encounter transitions And then some of us struggle with knowing that we have been through some things in the past and trust is hard and building relationships is hard and and communicating your needs is hard. Having a voice is hard. But the thing is, God was with Joseph. The whole way through his imprisonment. And God is with you. So whatever you're going through. Whether life is looking out here looking crazy. Because life just be out here. life And whether you know. Life circumstances aren't adding up. Whether you are healing. And it feels like you go to every therapy appointment. And it's still nothing getting better. And you feel like you're being triggered in this season. I encourage you to press in to God. I encourage you to have God as your default setting so that he can reveal the identity that he has for you. And sometimes you got to press in so hard that you just start acting like the person. Even though everything don't look right, you just start acting like it. Like David. I mean, not David. Ooh, I love I me some David. But Joseph literally was over the prison. I mean, let what? He was literally already a ruler. God was already giving him position. God was already preparing a table for him. God was already saying, you know what, I'm going to keep encouraging you on the journey. But some of us can't hear the encouragement of God because we're so bogged down by everything that's going on around us that we haven't tuned um, within. We haven't tuned to what is within us. We haven't really just dug deep and said, God, you know what, I need to spend time with you. I need to hear from you. This healing is hard. Mm. let God reveal your true identity to you, who you are, so that you can not allow trauma and pain in the past and life circumstances and unforgiveness to be your identity, that you can exchange all that in, literally drop it off, hand it over to God, let that weight go, and exchange it for who God says you are. Oof. Just that title alone. God was just speaking a message. Whew. But okay. We're going to read Genesis 45 verses 1 through 15. And I am reading out of the um, Christian Standard Bible Version. So. Joseph could no longer keep his composure in front of all of his attendants. So he called out, Send everyone away from me. No one was with him when he revealed his identity to his brothers. But he wept so loudly that the Egyptians heard it, and also Pharaoh's household heard it. Joseph said to his brothers, I am Joseph. Is my father still living? But they could not answer him because they were terrified in his presence. Then Joseph said to his brothers, Please come near me. And they came near. I am Joseph, your brother, he said, the one you sold into Egypt. And now you don't be grieved or angry with yourselves for selling me here because God sent me ahead of you to. life Mm. for the famine has been in the land these two years and there will be five more years without plowing or harvesting God sent me ahead of you to establish you as a remnant within the land and to keep you alive by great deliverance therefore it was not you Who sent me here, but God. He has made me a father to Pharaoh, Lord of his entire household and ruler over all the land of Egypt. Return quickly to my father and say to him, this is what your son Joseph says. God has made me Lord of all Egypt. Come down to me without delay. You can settle in the land of Goshen and be near me you, your children, and your grandchildren, your flocks, your herds, and all you have. There I will sustain you, for there will be five more years of famine. Otherwise, you and your household and everything you have will become destitute. Look, your eyes and the eyes of my brother Benjamin can see that I'm the one speaking to you. Tell my father about all my glory in Egypt and about all you have seen and bring my father here quickly. Then Joseph threw his arms around his brother Benjamin and wept and Benjamin wept on his shoulder. Joseph kissed each of his brothers as he wept and afterwards his brothers talked with him. Let that soak in because there is so much just in that. But the amazing part is that God revealed Himself even in the midst of Joseph explaining to his brothers that, you know, you cannot, you know, beat yourselves up. Like this took place back then. Like, yeah it was bad what you did like joseph acknowledged that even in his statement like yeah you know this is something that you should be grieved about this is something that you should be angry with yourself about like just him telling them do not do that gives the acknowledgement that yes it was something heavy and in yes it was something heavy even for Joseph but Joseph had to notice that God was still doing something bigger in that and a lot of the times we don't understand why something is happening we don't understand why you know like asking God the question like God why does this have to take place why do I have to feel the pain of this or or why is something so heavy or even you know saying god well why is it my place to have to do you know the reconciliation to reconcile things with this person or why is it my positioning but we have to recognize that god is doing things way beyond what we could even imagine what we could think of because you know our, our fleshly ways may say no I'm not apologizing or no me reconciling with that is not a go but the truth is God is doing things at the magnitude to save his people not just his one person his people and We have to recognize that God is going to do that and get the glory. For God to get the glory out of things, it's going to be far beyond what we could think of. Far beyond what we could do. So now, you know, you'll see a verse, you know, like verse 5. And now don't be grieved or angry with yourselves for selling me here. Because God sent me ahead of you to preserve life. to preserve life for the famine has been in the land these two years and there will be five more years without plowing or harvesting God sent me ahead of you to establish you as a remnant within the land okay and to keep you alive by great deliverance oh my god that right there That right there, that right there. So, you know, we can't really go off of this or move from this without knowing about a remnant. We can't go without that. So a remnant is what is left of a community after it undergoes a catastrophe. So you telling me all this time, God was using Joseph as what is left of a community, what was left of their community before the famine, before um, the brothers decided to do this, a great catastrophe, before all was going wrong, before there was wrongdoing with God's people. God was taking what was left, what was left of a faithful servant like Joseph to still be able to reconcile and do a great deliverance, to be ruler of Egypt during the hardest times. So God was doing something bigger and to also for Joseph to be the vessel that helped his brothers to be delivered. The vessel. Come on now, the vessel that helped his brothers to be delivered. Joseph could have been mad. Joseph could have said, you know what? Because Joseph did go through his things. He wept plenty times. And I'm sure, because as I, as I feel it with my heart, I'm sure he was going back and forth in his emotions and feelings like, God, what? What a coincidence that this moment will be here right now, God. But you showed me this in my dream. You told me this in my dream. You said that this would come true. But what a coincidence that this would be the time and and I'm trying to get myself together. Like Joseph literally was weeping so loud. Everybody heard him. He couldn't hold back anymore. Because this was the moment, this was the time where he came face to face with reconciliation. And a lot of us are going to come face to face with reconciliation and God's gonna ask us to do something that's hard. And God's gonna say, you know what? I wanna see you faithful. I wanna see what you're going to do. I wanna see what you're going to choose. And we have to know that we have to choose what God is instructing us to do. We have to not let our flesh, and we have to not let the anger, and, and just the frustration that we have with the situation get in the way of what God is going to do for us and with us and what God is doing through us. Sometimes being a vessel is not easy. Sometimes reconciling is not easy, but the, uh, the glory of God that is on the other side of that Okay, talk about priceless. Talk about the apology not even being a thing that you worry about anymore because you're okay with just having God. You're okay with letting go of a, a apology that probably would not even serve you any justice and to exchange it for a God who is really working on you and who can bless you, you know, far beyond what an apology can do for you. Yes, don't get me wrong, an apology is an amazing thing. It is something that that frees, that delivers, that really heals um, a lot of wounds. But a lot of us have been holding on to this apology so much that we haven't been able to hear from God clearly on what the reconciliation needs to be. And see, sometimes... We think that reconciliation is just the other person apologizing. And we think that if they apologize, things will get better. We think that if they just say sorry, you know, but it's like, I, <laughs> personal story, I had to realize, you know, just transparency, full transparency. I had to really realize that the apology, even if the person was to apologize, Your emotions, the things that you think about, the questions that you ask around the situation, over time, that apology that you think you want and you think that you need to happen probably won't even serve the pain that has been done. Because now there is parts of your heart that you have to work on. Now there is, you know, just the healing that you need to work on, maybe getting some professional help because maybe um, what happened in the situation triggered uh, a past event or how someone else treated you, you know. So there is so much more that you have to deal with at this point. So, you know, the crazy thing about all of it is it's not always it's not always just an apology. And a lot of us hold on to that because we're looking for, and this is this is just really how I feel. We're looking for these words that, you know, some and for most clearly may not even have a meaning over what God is telling us. Because if we, we think that, that that's the solution, but it's like, it's more than just, you know, the apology that's going to heal your heart. It's more than this person, you know, you know, cause some of us get, uh, you know, get into vengeance and, and we really want, you know, revenge and stuff like that. And we think that that'll make us feel better, but business is the Lord's. And we have to remember that, you know, God will vindicate us like it is it's it's a process and that's why we go to God because we need to know exactly what we need to heal this thing because think about it you know and we're amazing people but we're limited we're limited especially to an all-knowing God who knows that person um that person's heart that person's character maybe what they have been going through maybe their traumas maybe their pain god knows it all so why not go to the creator who knows you who has created you and the people and the um people are part of your story why not go to god to say god how do i fix this broken heart and 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 start to oh start to anchor yourself in your testimony that comes out of it. Start to anchor yourself, like we talked about identity. Start to anchor yourself in God. What is my identity through this story? What is my identity through my trauma? What is the identity that you have called me to? Because once you start to realize and recognize your identity, can't like that God gives you, can't nobody take that away from you. Like you'll say, yeah, you know, I done been through some things. I done been through some pain, but I know who God calls me to be. So now, you know, you got to get anchored in your identity. Joseph said, you know what? God called me before you. Like God had to have me do some things for a great deliverance. And see, a lot of us have a lot of story. A lot of things happened in our past. It feels like a multitude of things took place. It's like, God, well, I just don't get it. I just can't understand why, why all these things would happen to me, and then you keep still showing me a vision of me being free. You keep still showing me a vision of all these things um, coming to fruition, that I'm coming out of what I've been through. Why do you think God is showing you that? Because through you, being the vessel. Okay? Through you being a vessel, there's a great deliverance. When people look at the light that you shine, there's a great deliverance. You, you are called to your story and you are called to somebody. You're so, somebody's waiting on your light. Your assignment is attached to somebody's name. Somebody's name is literally holding right there for the great deliverance that your testimony brings. The great deliverance that everything that you have been through was preparing you, and Joseph understood that. You know what? I know who I answer pray. to. I know who I answer to, so I know that if God did this, that God is going to get me through, and God has gotten me through. Joseph knew that God had to do that for a great deliverance. A remnant, maybe. Ooh, a remnant. Maybe you're what's left of all the destruction that took place of the catastrophe. Because some of us come from destruction, um, dysfunctional families. A lot of us come from uh, generations of destruction, generations of just behavioral patterns that were very toxic, relationships that were estranged and toxic. But through us, God is doing a great deliverance for our legacy. God is doing a great deliverance for the generations to come. God is doing great deliverance through us just sharing our testimony. Because so many are going to be healed and blessed and delivered. Because with your story, baby, with your story, God is winning. God is winning. With you showing up. But you still getting up, having the courage to get up after all you've been through, God is still getting the glory out of your story. You showing up, you healing, you working on yourself, God is still getting the glory. Oh, a remnant, what was left behind. Oh, yes. Yes. And some of us feel like we were just left out and casted out and feel like, God, I feel like I'm different from all my family. I feel like uh, my story's different. I feel like it is it, just difficult to share all parts of me because I was what was left. I was what was left. And you know what? We got to exchange. Maybe some of us, oh, and I feel that. Maybe some of us felt abandoned. Maybe some of us felt like we were pushed aside. Maybe some of us felt rejected. Like, God, why me? Why me? But why not you? And, and that's, the, that's God's exchange for just your, your words and, and, and how you, you may feel down and out. God's like, why not you? A remnant. What is left? You are what is left, but even in what is left can bless, even in what is left the vessel, the vessel, the vessel that shines, the vessel that changes the trajectory of your family and your legacy, the vessel that changes the trajectory and and goes off to um, bless nations. What is left? What is left? And now it's time for you to stand up. And I know I really feel this. Because Joseph, even if, though he was hurt. Even though he had been in prison. Even though he had been lied on. Even though his brothers, the ones that was supposed to love him. Sold him to slavery. Even through all of that. He knew that God sent me ahead of you. He said, you know what, y'all? I get it. I get it. I get it now because God was in it. I get it. Yeah, I'm seeing the dream come to pass. And without this happening, the dream wouldn't have came to pass. So God sent me ahead of you. Don't be greedy. Don't be angry with yourselves. And some of us, with the spirit of reconciliation, we need to see it that way. With this other person, with reconciling with our past with reconciling with environments situations that you know what okay i was sent don't be don't be angry we need to look at that situation and start asking god to really reveal to us how to not be angry anymore how to not hurt anymore how to not be in pain anymore how to let go of what this person did even if the reconciliation for you is not going back to actually, um, talk to that person or, you know, deal with that person. Because a lot of the times where I have seen reconciliation in my life, God just needed the reconciliation to be in my heart. God just needed my heart to get right around the situation so that I didn't have ill will feelings against, you know, a certain, um, like women or i didn't have ill will feelings against you know working with women or working with youth and and stuff like that god had to really deal with my heart around that so that i can be used for his glory god needs to use me for his glory If I'm to be what's left over of my family, if I'm to be what's left over of um, a legacy that started, if I'm to be what's left over as a great role model of a woman of God for my daughter, if if I'ma have to be what's left over I'm telling you, I'm going to have to spring up and bloom, okay? I'm going to have to take whatever is inside of me. Like, God, show me my identity. Show me who I am. Show me how this situation pain me, God, and show me how to work on it. Show me how, um, how to make it through therapy and not put those things on my family. Show me how to not have toxic mother-daughter relationships because that's all I've seen. Show me how to walk out and, and really... Shine my light and not dim my light because my trauma. Sometimes I get triggered and I start to dim my light. I start to not think that I have a voice. Oh my God, I feel that for somebody. Show me how to show up. Show me how to show up with authority and boldness because you know, authority and boldness wasn't really taught to me, God. Come on now. Come through with healing so that I can know that I'm yours because sometimes, God, this history, this past, what i have seen shows me that i don't belong but god you gave me a place where i feel like i belong get oh for joseph oh i feel this for joseph with the feeling of belonging for joseph to be sent away to slavery to another land foreign land oh i feel that foreign land to feel like he was pushed aside to feel rejected from his family his father rebuked him and said, no, this this dream, mm-mm, that ain't happening. His, his own brothers sold him into slavery, okay? Sent him there. Sent him to, I then he got lied on to a place where he was not like these Egyptians. Pharaoh dressed him up to make him look like them. But he was never a part of them Because God had to take what was left of a community. God had to take what was left of a community. And God had to send him ahead so that he could be used as a vessel. Because although he did not belong there, he belonged with God. And see, a lot of us need to remember that we always belong with God. It don't matter what your story look like. It don't matter, you know, the depths of it. Yes, God will deal with that. But you belong to God. You belong with God. There's a dwelling place for you with God. And see... This overcoming trauma, this healing thing, this feeling like you're worthy and feeling like you're a part post-trauma, it can get really difficult when you're walking out this faith relationship with God and you're walking in faith and you're like, God, I just need you. I need to know that you're here. I need to know that you're near. When I get triggered, I need to know that... You know, you have a place for me, and God has a place for you because you belong with God. I know it what it might have looked like, I know what it might have sound like, I know that maybe your story, you know, people counted you out, but God does not count you off because you belong. You are his child, you belong. And seeing all of that, God was with Joseph. Gave him purpose. Brought his vision to fruition. God got the glory out of it. Brought all of Joseph's brothers through Joseph being that he brought with the reconciliation. God brought a deliverance in them as well. Oh, God preserved life. Life was preserved through Joseph's pain. And see right there, sometimes for a a lot of us, we are the only ones in our family to do blank. And it's like, you want, you you know, it, it seems so amazing when you're getting out. And, and yes, you want the powerful testimony. But it's hard to believe that you got to be the one. Now, let's talk for real. It's hard to believe that you got to be the one to change things. Because that's not, it's not an easy weight to carry. It's not an easy, um cross to bear when you bear your cross it's like literally everything oh everything is nailed to the cross all of your pain all of your trauma you lay those things down believing that through christ you can be reconciled to god you're believing that i could take all the things i've been through the old me the me that was out here sinning playing the me that is hurt and that wants to sin because in the midst of me thinking that I'm getting whatever is going to make me heal. That that too indeed can count as sin. And let's be for real. Because if, if I'm if i going to get revenge out here. If I'm going to really sit out here and, and get what I want. And what I think and what my limited mindset that has been hurt. That has been in pain things come on let's be for real when it when it when you really going through it and you really hurt and you really in pain and I don't know how many times I have to mention this but it's coming on my spirit again that's why it is so important to have a relationship with God A relationship with God because through talking to God through praying with God through you know meditating and sitting with God and being still and working on yourself and going as God instructs you and getting the help that you need and even when it's hard sitting and saying God I trust you that thing will shift you it will shift your heart it will shift how you show up it will shift how you love people It would shift your character. I can remember, you know, after I got saved, um, at my high school graduation, because, you know, and can't nobody, ain't nobody gonna tell me that it wasn't a saving for me. And, you know, God was telling me had more for me. I could remember a little bit after I got saved and God started to, um, I could see that God started to work on my heart, and I, I was no longer, like, I was decreasing in my the coldness in my heart, and um, God was sending certain people to ask me for stuff, like, I'm talking about, like, really people that I probably wouldn't have done it for, things for, and God God started to make me do those things. And I remember telling God, like, oh, no, I don't like this heart that you're giving me. Like, I I literally told God that, like, listen, I like my cold heart because my cold heart is what protects me. Yeah. Like, I I really, I'm okay on that. Like, you know, and that's that's really my truth because um, even to this day, you know, there's times where I'm literally like, God, I thank you for my heart because my heart, you knew that I had to shift and be pure of heart. Um, Because for me, I believe that that is a gift to be pure of heart and to really, you know, see the good in things and see people for maybe the hurt that they have been through and see that. And now I'm able to actually have a lens into that. So, you know, I could remember telling God that and I said, this heart, mm-mm. this heart, we can't, we can't, ro- we can't rock like this. And I can remember God revealing to me, you know, through over time. Now this has been years since then. Over time, just giving me that heart posture, and now I'm able to feel people's hearts as they're pouring out to me, and I'm able to um, see even those who have hurt me. I'm able to see that okay, God is sending me ahead of them like you start to really see that you know i know that you did all these things but god starts to reveal to me some things that may have happened in their past and why they did these things and that's why it pays to have a relationship with god because god will start to speak to you about the pain about the trauma and you'll start to have a heart posture versus a um a mental posture because a lot of us just react out of you know our subconscious mind starts to um go back to, you know, how we protect ourselves, how we defend ourselves, how we do all these different things. And, you know, that's just, you know, a little nugget and you can look that up. But, (laughs) um, and we have to be careful to understand you know ourselves and who we are we have to understand who we are and how we react and having an honest relationship with God I know many people would not you know be transparent about you know talking to God about that what's really going on with their heart and that's one thing that has freed me like God listen I'm gonna need listen you want me to reconcile this thing I'm gonna need some little insight <laughs> and it is the truth because it's my truth like I'm gonna need something because listen um Um, this situation right here is not working for me (laughs) but you know I the reason why I'm so real like that and raw like in raw in rawness with God because I have to lay it all out because for me you know from a person who you know I've had to really work on trust with God. I had to really work on just, you know, who I was with God, who believing in who I am and who God says I am. I had to really do years and years of work. So I'm able to be honest about, you know, just what my feelings in my heart it is because honestly God already knows so you know I might as well just lay it out and God wants to hear from his daughter so I I think about that all the time like God wants to hear from my daughter from his daughter and also you know I don't want to feel like I'm hiding anything from God like you know like I I don't know it's a part of me I don't know I'm just type of person like you probably couldn't rob the bank with me because I'm really just not a good liar like that's just not me like I just can't I just it just always been that way like i'm the person that you could probably talk down and i'd be like oh yeah oh i'm gonna give this away because that's just who that's just who i am so literally i just that's just a part of me like i don't want to feel like i'm hiding anything from god so i'm literally like let me just talk not that i'm not that i have any power to hide anything of course but it's just something in me that's like let me just talk to god about this like god you know my heart you know how i feel. You know, I need to talk to you about this because I need to know how to address the situation. I need to make sure that I'm not going out of this way or that way. Because honestly, I don't want anything blocking me from God, like even my own self, you know. So this right here, this pastor right here is so important because I believe that a lot of us, especially as trauma survivors, are you know are what is left of our communities of our families of our legacies and we are the remnant god is using us as a part of Um, coming from our families and a lot of us are coming as the new generation that is setting things straight that's breaking generational curses and we have to come out and understand that yes we went through some trials and tribulations and yes our trauma was was gruesome and, and a lot of us have a lot of you know our stories are just filled with so much pain and we have to really deal with it and I just encourage you to get the help that you need because And I preach that so much because I understand what it is to be in a place where, you know, you just, you don't want to do anything because if you, if you open up this wound, it's just too much. Like if I open up this wound, I feel like it's going to, it's really going to just mess up everything for me. But the thing is, you know, God is not going to drop you. And I had to really preach that in my head because there are seasons where I felt like God dropped me and I had to really have that conversation with God like God I felt like you dropped me um, so many times and God had to remind me through dreams through um, visions and everything God had to remind me in instances even in my childhood I felt like God where were you and God had to remind me and I mean clearly God brought different this certain situations, and God was showing you know himself in the midst of these situations like where he was and and how he was he was holding doors and he was stopping cars and he was in the midst of this not happening like and god had to really show me that so You know, we really have to get the help that we need to get there and to get clarity because I can't tell you that, you know, that didn't come, my healing didn't come without therapy. I can't tell you that because God sent me both of my therapists and they were the two therapists that I've had. They've been women of God and they've been able to, you know, give me scripture, which makes me know that God was there you know and they would been able to tell me stuff that i'm like hold on sis i have never shared that with you so i don't even understand you know it wasn't in my profile (laughs) i did not disclose it so listen you know i don't even know who business you in right now but we go you know let's talk about it i guess it's the lord you know bringing that up to you but for real to be honest about it you know and I recognize that it's kind of hard to get the help that you need. But I encourage you, you know, if if this did a tug on your heart and you are starting a process of reconciliation to really go get the help that you need to really just pray. Even if you just say a prayer, God, help me. Just God, help me. You don't even have to say much. Just God, help me. Because that's been my prayer many days. I don't have the, always have the words. I don't always have the long thought out prayers. I don't always have what to pray for. But what I do have is God help me because you've helped me before, Lord, help me. Send me the right resources. Send me the, the people that I need. Send me who needs to help me through this situation. And God will send it. God is faithful. So if you need the help, be sure to check the show notes um, for some free resources, um, for our resource directory. Get the help that you need. Join our Healing Besties community. Get the help that you need. Mm. Get the help that you need. I really feel that. Get the help that you need. Because some of us need to see that we are what is left over. That remnant, boy, it stuck out to me. We are what was left over. And God is using us to change things, to shift things. But we need to be healed to do so. Mm. Hmm. My last thing is Joseph was reconciled with his brothers because God had to do a great deliverance and to preserve life. So I want you to go and pray about, think about what are you being reconciled with today? Who are you being reconciled with? Who is God laying on your heart? What situation is God laying on your heart to be reconciled with today. Your testimony, your story is powerful. It's time to start living like it. You are his and God loves you and God will show up for you. That is all that I have for this week. I will talk to you next week. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode. I hope that it has impacted you in a very special way. Share this episode with a friend who may need inspiration in this area. Screenshot this week's episode and let us know what you think about this episode. And tag us on Instagram at trauma to testimony If this did a tug on your heart, I want to invite you to stick around with us and join our email list and Healing Besties support community. The links are down in the show notes. And until next time, let's heal, Bestie. Let's heal together. Heal with you next week.